This is our first video series inspired by Gary Vee's document, Don't Create Content. So we are going to be filming a video series called uh, Teaching Webflow to My Dad. I'm the dad. Yep, and I'll be teaching you Webflow, hopefully. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So let's Can get a little you back. teach an old, old dog new tricks? Is we'll see. Fingers crossed. All right. So how long have you you've been originally doing WordPress? Is that correct? Or I guess yes. both of us building WordPress websites. And about a year ago, I made the switch to Webflow. And so we were brainstorming on a, a, a content series. And this is what we came up with. Yeah, we're going to do our best. Condense all of our my one year of knowledge into a... I hope it's not like 20, 40, 50 hour video series, but it could be. Could turn into that. Because Webflow is pretty impressive. I've been impressed with the websites mm. that you've been building. They look awesome. There's a lot to do. A lot of ground to cover. So probably just a quick outline. And we'll do, use a little disclaimers. We're definitely not building this course as a teaching for the viewer. It is definitely a learning at your pace. So it might get a little boring here. We might have to, you know, pause, chop some stuff up. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Is there anything else? Yes, I will be. Don't get frustrated with me. Everybody watching will be patient. All right. So our goal by the end of this is to build a website, a one-page, two-page Webflow website for you of your choosing. I mean, we can brainstorm a little bit. It better be fun. Yep. It better be fun. So we'll have to brainstorm some ideas. I know we talked about maybe doing your Nessie NFT, like just got a big roll. Big fan of the Loch Ness Monster. That's something my dad and I had fun with growing up. So talk about some dad to son. Not, no, I wish we did. That'd be kind of cool. Okay. All right, should we begin? Is there anything else you want to cover? Take a deep breath, get a notepad, get some water? I am ready. Got pen and paper here. I'm ready to learn, be inspired. Okay, so I think what we'll roughly do is I'm the steering wheel at the moment. So I think the first, I don't know, third half of our course, I'll just be showing you stuff. We'll open up a browser here. Let's see. All right, so we will start off. Yeah, there we go. So we're going to start off with me giving some guidance inside Webflow. And at some point, we'll hand the reins off to you. And it'll be your screen, you doing stuff. And I'll just sit back and watch, and we'll see how it goes. It'll be like, all right. Okay. All right, so we're going to start out in Webflow. So let us, we have an account. So we're just going to log in. So this is the Webflow dashboard. When you want to start a site, there's three ways to do it. So you can either create a site from scratch, which is what we'll start off by doing today. There we go. Okay, it's just slow. So that's just the new site here. So we'll go in and click that. And we're going to start with a blank site. So there's three ways to, to start a site. You can create a blank site, which means you get to populate everything. The second way is to clone a template. So Webflow has a very interesting way of doing things where other creators can create projects and they can share that like back end source files so that you can literally go in and copy and make changes, tweak stuff to it. So that's the second way of doing it. The third is you can clone a style guide. So inside Webflow, there are classes, styles, and that's what we're going to end up doing. So let's see, what, what should we name this? The Nessie site? What do you, that's probably a good starter Nessie name. Site. Is that how you spell Nessie? I don't even know oh, I-E. I-E. Okay. I think we clarified yeah. that now. 
All right, so whenever you start a project, you are on a clean canvas. So here's our, let's see, we don't need the instructional. I wonder if there's a way just to close this, dismiss tutorial. All right, we're gonna delete all of this. All right, so this is the Webflow designer. This screen you're looking at is the designer screen. So anytime we were talking about the designer, that's this layout. So the middle section is your canvas. This is where your website will be built. So it doesn't look too impressive right now and we'll get there, we'll get there. All right, so here we'll just give a quick overview to the designer and how it works. So we'll take maybe a big circle We'll start up. Can you see my mouse? Can you see my screen? I can, yep. Okay, so one of the really cool things about Webflow is you can build your sites responsibly right here in the designer and you can toggle between different breakpoints that will show how your website looks on different screen sizes. So up okay. here, you can go and click. The starting breakpoint is for like laptop sizes. Then you can go down okay. to tablets. You can go down to like mobile landscape and then mobile portrait. Oh, all right. Cool. Yes. So you can use right. the keyboard, the keyboards one, two, three, and four, and that toggles between them. So I don't know if you want to write that down. Sorry. Remember, maybe you'll remember that. So here's how it works. So this one right here, this breakpoint is the primary breakpoint. Well, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but here's how it roughly works. When you make a change to your base breakpoint, this desktop one, it'll automatically automatically make the changes on all of the different breakpoints. Does that make sense? What is what is making a change to the breakpoint mean? So let's say I had a nice big uh, header that took up a big yep. section of this. Let's say it was two words. Right. Yep. If I now go down to tablet, it might have two lines. So the first word and then the second word. Yep. So it wouldn't look right. very good. So when I go back here, I can make a change to shrink the text so that it'll fit in one line across them all. Or I can go down to a breakpoint that's lower and I can yep. then go make the changes there. So if I change it from, so let's say it's 100 pixels here, I can go down yep. to this breakpoint and change it to 60 and it will then yep. cascade down to these. And now this one will be 60 and maybe I'll edit it to 40 and maybe 40 will work for both of these. Gotcha. So anything. So okay. So if it so trickle example, down theory. Yes, it does not trickle back up unless you're going for bigger but breakpoints. It but it will trickle okay. down. So for example, if you want to make a change to your entire website and you are on the tablet portrait, it will not yeah. affect the desktop. So whenever you're making a change that you want to appear everywhere, you need to make sure you're on this base breakpoint with the star. Oh. All right. All right. All right. So additionally, you can also add larger breakpoints. So we don't typically build any larger breakpoints. So this would be people who have ultra wide monitors. The problem is you're going to run into accessibility issues. You're going to run into... It just ends up sure. creating a lot more work for yourself. So we don't ever build that. And people with larger or wider screens can just shrink their browser or zoom in. So those are the four yep. we'll use. All right, so continuing counterclockwise. This is your little toggle preview button, this one right here, this little eye. So that lets you mm -hmm. just um, hide your side toolbars so you can see your project. You can also then grab the edge of your website screen and you can shrink the uh, browser all the way down, up and down. So before without this, you have to go breakpoint by breakpoint. I'm using the one, two, three, four keyboards on the keyboard. Mm -hmm. um, so this is good for 
fully responsive website. So if you'll notice this breakpoint starts at, I think it's 1280 or something and jumps all the way down to here. But there is a design, all of this design in here still needs to look good. If let's say you make a change here on your base breakpoint and you go all the way down a tablet and you make a change and it looks good. Somebody might have a screen size that's right in here that still qualifies mm. as the tablet one. So you'll want to run right. through whenever you're finishing with a breakpoint, you'll want to run the, the designer all the way up and down just to make sure nothing misses. All smooth. Yes. All right. All right. So next you've got the page button. So this button right next to the eye lets you pop open all the pages you have on your website. Okay. So you can do static pages. You can do your utility pages. At some point we'll talk about your CMS pages. You can add a new page right here, or you can create a folder and add pages into a folder. That's normally for really big projects where you want to sort many pages. So you don't have about 30, 40, 50, 60 pages already in folder then. What does right. CMS? We'll get to that. That does stand for your okay. content management system. But that is okay. I think down here somewhere. So right here, you right. can click the Webflow button, and this bring will bring you back to the dashboard. So this will show you your projects. And so we can now go okay. back here, look at our projects, enter in. You can also go and look at your project settings. So we'll pop there real quick. All right, so this will show your URLs. You can add your favicons in, adjust your time zone. You can add in users to the site. Okay. You can go change your billing. You can add in the different uh, CMS things. This is how you pay okay. for your, your actual plan. You can make yeah. SEO settings, tell your contact forms where you want them sent, add fonts, check your backups. So that's like your general settings, which you normally would probably do at the end All of right. a project. All right, so we're going to go back into our designer. So that's how you would get out of a project and back into Webflow is this little button right here. All right, so over here, this whole left side is our toolbar. So this is how we are going to start adding elements to our website project. So we'll do a quick run through in this video and then maybe in the next one, we'll really take a deep dive. All right. So your first one is your elements panel. So these are all the components of your website. They're all in here, this elements panel. So the next one is your symbols panel where you can group elements and make like a, uh, it's pretty much copy paste across pages. So if you had several elements that you liked how they were designed, you can make them into a symbol. So normally like a footer or a nav bar, you would turn into a symbol and then you can just drag the one item onto the screen on a different page and it'll automatically bring in your same settings as before. So symbols can be really handy. All right, the next tab, so this one right here, this is your navigator. So as we're building the websites, we're gonna be stacking things, uh, sorting things, you'll have parent elements, child elements, sibling elements. And this is how you'll be able to navigate into your project in here. So next you can go to your pages, which is the same tab as up here. And here we've got our CMS, which I don't know if it's gonna let us do since we don't have a plan. Oh, it will. Okay. So your CMS, so here's how, this is one of the really cool things about Webflow. So are you familiar with the terms like dynamic and static content? A little bit, yes. Okay, so here's how it works. So in WordPress, if you go create a blog post, you can then yeah. duplicate that blog post and you have the rough of the same out the outline of every other one. So you can just quickly go do that. The downside sure. in WordPress is when you want to go back and change those 
that every blog. You have to go into every single one and make those changes. If you right. want to put it, yeah, move the video up work. on top. Yes, you have to open up every one. Oh, so it's, it's horrible. Oh, I know. Yeah. So Webflow, when you're building a blog, you're not actually building each individual blog post. You are building a pretty much a database like uh, a spreadsheet almost. And you are populating information into the rows inside the database that then you will okay. automatically assign to a design later. So you'll build the design okay. once and say, hey, the video goes here. Then the text goes here. The image goes here. And you'll design that once. Right. And every blog, everything in your CMS will follow that suit. A year down the road, you want to come back and, oh, I want the image first. You just make one change and it populates on all of them. So it's pretty powerful. Right. Okay. So the next is here's, oh, I guess that one must enter. This is your e-commerce tab for if you had a shop. Okay. And then next we have our assets panel. So this is where we're adding our images, our Lottie files, our videos, etc. And then right down here is your settings tab. And this is where you'll check for backups or your search. All right, down here, this is the last one. We'll go on this left one. This is your audit tab. So Webflow, Webflow Sounds audit like taxes. tab. Yep. And, um, it is boring in some ways. So Webflow, is one of their primary drivers is to help make the web accessible. So make sure you're using proper heading levels, alt text, that your images have descriptions. So this audit panel will come up and tell you if you've got any problems on your page. So it's just a quickly, oh, right. easy so way to be check. Helpful. Yes, if you accidentally have an H1 and another H1, this will say, hey, you should probably change one of those to an H2. You can override them just in case you actually wanted two H1s. There's ways to override it. Yeah. But this is a really cool, okay. easy, handy way just to check things. Okay. All right, so that's the whole left side of our designer. So the right side, All right. yes, we're getting there. We're almost done, pretty much. Yeah, there's a lot of info. All right, so the right side is your style panel. So I'm going to pop an item on over here. We're just going to add a, a quick section. All right, so as soon as you're on any element, this panel will open up a bunch of options for you to style those elements. So your elements are your HTML, your structure to the website, and those are very bland. And then over here is your CSS. So you're adding in your cascading style sheets to the HTML items. So there's a bunch of options for designing stuff. So when you go and throw, so for example, you can have an HTML heading, we can throw that on, and then here are all the ways to style it. You can change your font size and everything like that. So that's this little tab, this little paintbrush is all your styles. And then over here, it's element specific items. So for example, when you have heading out, you can change if it's an H1, an H2, an H3. When other elements, you can give them tags. Is this a header? Is this a div? Is this a navigation? And assign them things. So there are different settings for every different element. And then over here, we'll be adding styles. So for example, if I name this heading, so this is a class, which we'll have to go over at some point. So if I name this heading style, I can now go over to the style manager and see every class I have assigned to my elements on the page and then uh, your last be, yeah this will take some some studying to figure out some of that terminology yeah i'm trying to balance not go too deep into all of this right yeah. off the bat because i think we'll do that in the next video because there's a lot to unpack here but i just kind of want to give you a general lay of the land 
so that as we're moving the mouse around, clicking stuff, you're like, okay, I know what that is for. All right, and then your last one, this is probably the most advanced. So you start with your HTML elements, and then you add in your styling. And now this tab over here, this little cool lightning bolt, lets you add interactions and animations. And this is one of the hard, this is one, a little more complicated than um, WordPress, because WordPress is very limited, but it definitely takes care of that. You're not going in and choosing how things hover, how things float around, and it can get very complicated. So we'll do very minimal stuff with the elements and interactions, but we can, I can just show you one real quick if you want. So this text right here, I've got this text selected. So I can say, when I hover my mouse over this item, I want it to, and then I can just grab one. I want it to jiggle. All right. So now I can come over here and go to my preview. And now when I hover my text over it, it jiggles or hover my mouse over the text. So that's roughly that yep. is now that's a really ugly way of showing things. Yep. That is the, that is the rough outline, the overview, a 30,000 foot view of the designer. And, and sure. now we're going to have to take a really deep dive in there. So, oh, I guess there's one other thing I missed. I didn't finish my circle. So this button right here, this publish lets you push out your changes. So you could come in here, make some tweaks and not publish them to the site. So right now we don't have a package selected, so we can't push it out anywhere, but this is where you would hook an actual domain to it. Or okay. once we buy a package, Webflow will let us use just one of their URLs that you can send your clients to okay. look at or use it just as a visual on-screen thing so you can check it on different devices. So that's how you'll publish things. Okay. All right. I know there was a lot of information in that, and obviously we'll take a deep dive into it, but is there any other very broad questions you have? I think that's, you did a great job. I like the circle approach. Okay. That was a good approach. All right. We will uh, take a deeper dive in the next video then.